Hi guys and welcome to the Love You Minute podcast. I'm your host Ansley and I am so excited to be here yet so extremely nervous. I have been struggling with the last few weeks of trying to figure out what exactly I wanted to talk about in the first episode if I wanted it to be an introduction or just go in head first and figure out what we were going to be talking about. But today it's actually really exciting because I have my first guest, which I didn't think I was going to do and I was going to hold off for a couple of weeks, but I decided there's no better time than the present. And the episode today is going to be with one of my very best friends in the whole wide world, Anna B. Green. We are going to be talking about living in our unbothered era and just being confident in the person that we are supposed to be. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Make sure to follow and like this episode on Spotify to keep up with all the new episodes coming in the next few weeks. And let's get started. Alrighty, so I am here with Annabelle Green. What's up, guys? Oh my gosh, this is so funny that we're together right now recording in my room. So let's give a little rundown. Why don't you introduce yourself? So hi, my name's Annabelle. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, Me and Ansley met doing, well, she wasn't really in her Disney College program, but I was on the way out. Yes, but I was doing my Disney College program on Main Street East. Mm-hmm. Bless that. And we just clicked. You're just hilarious. <laughs> and we've pretty much been inseparable ever, ever since. since. <laughs> Currently, we're recording this right before Annabelle sadly goes back to Utah. So I definitely felt like we had to record this ASAP. Yes, had to get had to get the recording in. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So basically what we're talking about today is living in your unbothered era. And that is pretty, I feel like, self-explanatory. But for us, we have related so much in the ways of finally accepting ourselves for who we are and not allowing anyone to make us feel less than what we are. Absolutely. And it's something that's so that's so easy to just talk be all talk about yeah but hopefully in this episode we can give some actual things that you can like take action with instead of just talking the talk we're gonna walk walk the walk (laughs) (laughs) well I think it's just that I think we're gonna be honest with you guys and sort of talk about how hard it has been for us but again this podcast is sort of something that we wish we could have told our younger selves and I know for me that this is something that I wish I could have ingrained into the 15-year-old Ansley because this information would have saved so much pain and so much just sadness. And insecurity. Yeah. That's so unnecessary in life. Yeah. So if you are struggling with this, hopefully this is the right episode for you. And hopefully we have some good advice. Are you ready? Just hoping. Yeah. Let's get – let's dive right in. So for me, I feel like I've constantly struggled with being bothered or feeling very insecure – in my own self just because growing up I never really felt like I belonged I could never find my friend group I could never find where I felt like I could be 100% authentically me and that created not only insecurities but a lot of forced relationships which I feel like we've all been there we've all tried to force friendships that simply just weren't there like I've just felt like I've constantly dealt with feeling inadequate And that was really hard, especially in high school, because for me, I went to a tiny high school with like in my graduating class, I think it was maybe 60 people. So everyone was super close. But if you weren't close with like the core four or five, then you really were sort of an outcast, if that makes sense. I don't really know. But 
I definitely struggled with feeling wanted. And I think that that's so normal, especially in high school, that we all feel that way. And then when I went to college, it was sort of the same thing because I went to a very small college. A lot of people that had went there had already known everybody from high school, church, like growing up. So it was hard to navigate. And also it was during COVID. So really the odds were just against me in the beginning. But during that time, I put so much pressure on who I was to fit in with everybody else. Like if so-and-so was wearing their hair a certain way, I wanted to do it. Or dressing a certain way, I would want to mirror it because I wanted to fit in. I wanted to be well-liked by everyone. And I think that, again, that just creates so much doubt in who you are that you're just not able to be the person that God has created you to be or just the person that you were born to be. Absolutely. For me, I was lucky enough to kind of come to that realization earlier than I feel like a lot of people do. I feel like for me, my biggest like point of insecurity was the very end of junior high, beginning of high school. And I feel like I had just stopped being friends with my friends that I'd been friends with like through elementary school, junior high. And I was just like super duper on edge and insecure, which is totally normal. Like Mm -hmm. everyone else is. But I remember it's like sophomore year, which in my like area sophomore year was your first year of high school um I didn't get asked to homecoming yeah and that was so like I remember 15 year old Annabelle crying on her front porch being like why don't boys like me why am why am I not popular enough why am I not xyz to be but I think that in high school that is like what's most important your popularity do I have these friends do I have this and that's like a mindset it's literally just Mm -hmm what you chose to have and like I don't know what clicked in my head I think it was a lot of talking with especially like my mom Mm -hmm. my grandma women Mm -hmm. that already knew who they were Mm -hmm. but it just clicked that I'm not happy when I'm trying to be someone I'm not and when I'm trying to impress people I the truth is people are gonna think what they think Mm -hmm. what you do is not gonna change their opinion about you as much as you want it to as much as you want to try People are going to think what they think. You have no control over other people's actions. So just switching to that mindset mm-hmm. and saying, I'm not happy when I'm trying to please other people. I'm going to do things that make me happy just made all the difference. Your whole perspective will start to change and realize, oh, so I've just been wasting my time pleasing others, but am I pleasing myself? Am I, you know, am I doing the things that I love or am I just in the same pattern what everyone else does I think for me what like started to make me realize I wanted to be more of myself and stop caring was just the fact that nothing I did was unique it was a pattern a routine every day like I couldn't do anything that made me feel like wow this makes me feel good like I'm proud of myself Yeah, like that's Ansley right there yeah there was nothing that I did that could have been oh that's Ansley like you know that's Ansley when she does that nothing And for so many years, I think my true personality was just not there because I valued the opinion of others so heavily. And, you know, if I'm being honest, like I still do, but in a completely different way. Like if somebody gave me their opinion of me and it was negative, used to, it would keep me up for days, cry over it. I would want, I just could not live with someone's opinion of me to be negative. Now it's sort of like, okay, well, that's, that's on them and you can't change it and I think 
a lot of times, like I always try to remember this when I get a little upset or when I feel very insecure or I'm in, in that headspace of, you know, why don't they like me? You have to remember that you don't like everybody. Truth. Like you don't like everybody. So why would you expect the same for you? I think sometimes that's a very selfish mindset that I have. And I'm like, I expect everyone to love me and want to be around me and spend time with me. But do I want to spend time with everybody? No, I I can't. So I just, I think sometimes if we put in the mindset of, you know what, why do you care? You don't like everybody. So why do you expect everybody to like you? It sort of also changes your peripheral in that subject as well. Absolutely. And I think like on top of all of that, just thinking like this is something my mom would always tell me when I was in that like mindset of everyone's looking at me everyone cares you're not as much as you wish you are you're not the main character in anyone else's stories but your own exactly like yes in your own life the world revolves around you and like everything happening to you exactly is so important but that's like everyone else so while you're walking down the hall at school while you're walking around at work Mm -hmm. while you're walking around wherever you are, people are looking at you, but they're not thinking about you the way that you think about yourself. Exactly. If anything, they're just thinking of, oh, you're there. Of of themselves. Exactly. What my mom would always tell me is people are too busy thinking about themselves and their Mm -hmm. own problems to like even give a crap about you and your own. And that's very accurate. I mean, that's a hard truth to realize. But it's true. Because you're wasting your breath on people who probably are not even thinking twice about you. Literally not even giving you a second thought. You're losing sleep. You're giving them all your mind space. Meanwhile, yeah, they could not care less. I remember doing that, especially in my sophomore year of college, my fall semester. I was really that year, I was trying so hard to please everyone, every single person. And all I wanted to do was fit in. And I had gotten like COVID during that beginning year, and I wasn't like involved in my sorority whatsoever because I had COVID. And it really, really set me back. But I remember this person that I had thought I had hurt their feelings. And I remember like freaking out, crying every night, almost like physically ill because I thought that I had done something to them. And I remember them coming up to me plain as day, so normal. And I was like, wait, you're not upset? Like I didn't hurt your feelings? They're like, what are you talking about? And I just like it goes to show people don't actually like think about certain things the way you think about things and what had happened was a complete miscommunication but I was so worried that I had said something wrong and I was over analyzing every single thing so I thought I was like well she has to be mad at me she just has to but in reality she did not even know what I was talking about it's people don't think about stuff no uh, regarding other people as much as you think they do no it just is not a thing and it's so easy for us like as individuals to overthink what we do and overanalyze every conversation that we've had in a day and thinking about like the negative side of it. But really you have to realize you are human and you are the only person giving this the amount of energy and time that you are. You are the only person who's doing that because I can guarantee you most likely the other person on the end of it isn't thinking twice. And if they are, it's still for a blip of time. But it's not to the extent that you were. And I think a new, like, segue to this topic, when you're being your most genuine, real self, people like you more. Mm -hmm. At least in my opinion, like, I don't like fake people. I don't like people who are putting in so much effort to be someone they're not. Mm -hmm. I vibe with people who are just, like, unapologetically themselves and just act 
act like they want to act and say what they want to say. And I'm a lot more forgiving of people who say maybe the wrong thing Mm -hmm. if they're being themselves and if they're being genuine to how they feel. I agree with that. Especially because I have been that fake person who's been trying to fit the mold of everybody else and it never worked. So I was constantly trying so hard to be someone else. And so I guarantee a lot of my actions came off as fake. But in the last, I would say like since April when I've started to just let go of appeasing others is when my true personality, my true heart, like everything came out because I could be myself and I knew that I had people in my corner that were with me accepting of my true self. And I think that's really important as well. I know what was a big game changer in feeling confident and comfortable in who I was, was the people that I was surrounding myself with. And like I said, in high school and college, I didn't have a core group that I legitimately felt so seen and appreciated to where I could be exactly who I was meant to be and not feel like, oh, Ainsley, don't say that. Or like, don't, don't act like a certain way because they may not like you. It was Ansley, you're going to be accepted for exactly who you are. And I didn't find that until I moved to Orlando, I'd say. I have been blessed with a ton of different separate groups, but I definitely felt moving into Orlando that mm-hmm. like tense, like, because it's, it's a new space. Mm-hmm. Everyone's your age. And you have a fresh start, which I think is really important. True. No one knows anything about Nobody you. Nobody knows anything about you. So any baggage that you had in high school or college or whatever it may be is gone. You have a fresh opportunity to meet people And they can see you for who you are. And I think it's been a very big growing experience for me in moving here. Understanding and meeting people who maybe don't make me feel like I'm my truest Mm -hmm. self. And meeting people who do. Mm -hmm. And understanding the type of person for me personally who lift me up and make me feel good. Yeah. And happy. And... Like, I can be myself, be crazy, be annoying, be loud. Be feral. Be absolutely (laughs) menace feral. And they'll eat it up. And it's so much easier now after you find those friends. After you stop caring so much about the opinion of others, it's so much easier to let people go that aren't good for you anymore. Because you know know the feeling of what good friends are. So you don't want to waste your time with the ones that aren't really going to uplift you and make you feel the way you should feel. And that's something you have to choose for yourself. Yeah. Like, we can't sit here and say this type of person is going to be the best type of friend. And I will also say it's not a choice that is, like, one and done. Like, oh, I've decided that I'm going to do that, so I'm done. It's a choice that you have to make every single day because friends have the – who you spend your time with will affect who you are. So if you're spending time with people – who are negative, gossiping all the time. And don't get me wrong. I gossip, okay? Like Everyone gossips. Everyone gossips. So if somebody's saying that they don't, they're lying. But if you're constantly with a negative, you know, gossiping, just toxic environment, your outlook will be leaning towards negative. Your outlook will be a little more harsh, I would say. But if you're with people – who are uplifting you and you're having a good time and you don't have to feel like you have to talk crap about somebody just because we're bored and we don't have anything else to say. That's when you realize, oh, this isn't a a healthy friendship. And I didn't realize I had healthy friendships until I came down here and I saw the difference side by side of old friendships that I had had. Absolutely. And I think it's a new thing that we're both navigating, like becoming adults yeah, and choosing your friends not just based on they live next door to me. They exactly. play on my lacrosse team. Exactly. It's 
choosing the people still to this day that love you, that support you, that make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And it is so simple, but for some reason we make it the hardest thing. It's hard. It's so simple, but so hard in the same exact sentence. Because I feel like even when we upload this podcast, I'll still feel like, well, this day I feel like I don't have any friends or like I need to fit in. You know, you have to, there, it's, it's an everyday choice that you have to make to be unbothered. Absolutely. It comes in waves. I think, think about the most unbothered person you know, they feel bothered probably multiple times a day. Mm -hmm. Like it comes in waves. You don't know what's going on in someone's head. No. Their freaking disgust emotion could be (laughs) pushing all the buttons that day. Yeah. But you can't tell. No. So having grace Mm -hmm. with other people is super important, but having grace with yourself. That's something I've learned that's so important. It's just knowing that you're not perfect and that you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have setbacks. That's life. That's how it works. Yeah. And understanding, yeah, like you said, it's a daily thing. You just have to make the active choice that you are done feeling insecure over yourself. You're done feeling like you are inadequate. And like I said, it's not an overnight thing. It's hard. It's so hard. It's the hardest thing that I have learned in the last few months of being okay with just being yourself. And I feel like it's so easy. Like, it's so easy to say that. And I I want you guys to know when you're listening to this, I know it's hard. I've been where you're at if you are feeling this way. I can imagine sitting in my room crying, wondering why I wasn't good enough to hang out with certain people or where why wasn't I invited and advice that my mom has given me and let me tell you right now I don't know if anyone was like me but in high school I thought my mom knew Jack like I did not think she knew anything I was a complete opposite I was no. like my mother is like the fountain of knowledge no I thought my mom knew nothing like it was like <laughs> one in the in one ear and out the other I was like you have no idea what I'm dealing with and in reality she knew exactly what I was dealing with and now all of the advice that she had given me is so important and I I just lean to it in so many aspects of my life now but she told me and it was actually from Facebook that she had seen this but I think it's just so accurate sure. there will not be a seat for you at every table that's and good. I think that that's so important because, again, you will not always be invited to everything. You will not always be wanted at everything. But flip it around. Are you going to invite everybody to your table? Do you want everybody at your table? No. Another thing that I've learned in the last few months, and I have leaned on this because I'm going to be really honest with you guys, in the last eight months, pretty much of all of 2022, I have gained and lost friends I lost someone really important to me and it was really, really hard. But I got this piece of advice from listening to Sadie Robertson's podcast and it was finding your 2%. And I think the thought of finding my 2% has completely changed how I view anything, specifically around feeling good enough in my own skin and also surrounding myself with people that I truly feel whole with. And she said, you know, You will have all of your friends. They'll be steady friends, but they'll be surface level. There will be 2% in that group, 2% that you can feel your most whole self. You can tell them anything and you'll never be judged. You can share insecurities and get advice and maybe even constructive criticism, but they will never steer away from being your 2%. 
another one of my my DCP roommate actually, shout out Cameron, she told me this too, that she had heard. It was, who are you going to let in your kitchen and who are you going to let in your room? And that like, that is such an easy quote, but how much value it holds is so important because it's so accurate. Like, who are you going to let in your room? Who are you going to let your walls down with? And who are you going to feel comfortable enough, you know, to see? Like, Annabelle's in my messy room right now. There was beef jerky in my bed like five minutes ago. But I let her in and I didn't even think anything of it. Because that's that was me letting my guard down with her and showing like, this is me. I'm messy. I'm not clean. You know, like, this is the reality of it. But, and I'm unbothered. <laughs> yeah, you're unbothered. <laughs> like, honestly. But that's like the importance of finding those friends. Who's your, Who are your 2%? And you have to find your 2%. And I remember there was a friendship that I had that was not long lived. But I remember just thinking, they're not my 2%. So why waste time? Why waste their time? I just think that it's okay to have friends for seasons. But as I've gotten older and now I'm in my 20s, I'm like, okay, like I don't really want to play the games of like only having friends for like a couple of months. Like I want them to be my ride or dies. Yeah. And if you're not, it's okay. But that, that just goes to show, you know, maybe they're not meant to be your friend. Well, that's such an unbothered mindset of saying people, I get along with the people I get along with. And if we don't get along, then we're not healthy for each other. And that's okay. And that's okay. You're not meant to be friends with everybody. Again, you're not meant to like everybody. You don't like everybody. So why do you think everybody's going to like you? You're not meant to be friends with everybody. You don't want to be friends with everybody. So why think you need to be friends with everybody? Or they need to be friends with you. Absolutely. So in this idea of being unbothered. Being your truest, craziest, most insane self. If anyone knows me, (laughs) they know that I am not afraid to embody this mindset Mm -hmm. of just let it all out there. Mm -hmm. And something that's really helped me in getting to the point where I'm at of just being crazy, being insane. And that's my truest self. That doesn't sidetrack. That doesn't mean that's your truest self. Mm -hmm. Like... That's okay. Who I am is not who Ansley is. It's not who whoever else is. Mm-hmm. Like, but figuring out who you are and who you want to be as a person, find one thing that you love about yourself. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be a huge thing. Like, I love my sense of humor. I think I'm really funny. I also <laughs> love your sense of humor. I think I love making people laugh. I love being there for the dramatics and cackling, rolling on the floor. Yeah. And you just kind of stick to that and you take it one step at a time because you're not going to wake up one day and suddenly be freaking Kim Kardashian celebrity mindset. Yeah. Which by the way, Kim Kardashian is bothered too. Yeah. Period. Duh. So don't idolize people. That's a, anyways. You that's need to another humanize people. But just find something that you love about yourself and stick to that. And when those doubts creep in and you're like, oh, I'm too loud. Oh, I'm being too much right now. Oh, I'm being really annoying or clingy. You just got to be like, no, because I'm really funny and I'm really nice and I'm a good time. And there are people who love me and are in my corner. Exactly. And just remembering the positives when negatives start berating mm-hmm. and that's gonna happen like I feel like in the last few weeks personally I have taken a major decline and feeling like I am inadequate oh absolutely and I don't like there's been no real reason it was hurricanian probably something <laughs> like that and I've had to make the choice to remind myself 
I've got this. Like, I'm perfectly capable of dealing with these emotions and they're normal and they make me human, but that's not my defining characteristic. No, I'm not my negative. My defining things isn't my most negative self. Because the reason people love me and the people reason people want to spend time with me is not my negative thoughts. It's my positive ones. Exactly. So my positive ones are what define me and what make me me and what make up my personality. Sure, the negatives are there and they'll always be there. But I'm not... And your true friends are going to love you even in the negatives. Exactly. Like, Annabelle gets it all the time. Like, I will send her a hundred texts being like, I just... I don't know why I'm not good enough. I don't know why I feel this way. And it's usually more, I just have to like vent. I just have to say these things because I know like what to do. Like I know how to feel better. I just sometimes have to get the negative thoughts out. Well, and let yourself feel negative sometimes. Sometimes you need to just hold it all in one hand and say, I'm feeling crappy. I'm feeling great about myself. Yeah. And sometimes acknowledging it like out loud helps because I am a self-soother through and through like I will just take it on my back I won't let anybody in and I've learned to take to allow people talk it out talk it out and like just let them know how I'm feeling talk it out I'm a big journaler write it out Mm -hmm. call your comfort person and rant it out yeah but there's ways there's healthy ways to cope with feeling crappy and a healthy way or an unhealthy way that I tend to do a lot is just ignore it and just yeah. shut it in, like bury it down. That does no help. Because eventually it's going to rise to the top. And exactly. when it does that, it's just not, it's just not, not good. Pretty. And I have, that's what I've been doing. I feel like recently I've let it just bottle up, which isn't fair to anybody. But No, but you are learning and healing. Yes. And that's we what's are in, most important. We are in our healing era. Healing girl era. Unbothered. Yes. So wrapping it up, I'm going to give you some of the key advice that we have, which is number one, surrounding yourself with people that make you feel good. That nurture that unbothered self. Exactly. I think that is the most important one, finding people where you can be yourself. Because, you know, this may be a a stretch, but I feel like 90% of the people who are coming in for this first episode will know me as happily ever Ansley. Yeah, I agree. And who you're talking to right now is simply just Ansley. It is. It's Ansley, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And that's really important to me, to find the friends who don't look at me as this person online or... Or this curated... Because it is. It's curated. Yeah. Like, my life on Instagram is a highlight reel. And I don't allow a lot of people to just see Ansley. So that's why we're doing this. Yes, that's why we're doing the podcast. But I just think that, you know, when you find the opportunities to just be yourself and then you have those people that are cheering you on for being exactly who you are, like that is just so special. I just, I, I eat it up. I love it. And then, you know, which is hard, but finding the courage to remind yourself every day that you are worthy of all things good. And if somebody doesn't want to be in your life, okay. You're not meant to be friends with everybody. You're not meant to, to be liked. liked by everybody. That it, And if it was the case, then there would be nothing special about friendships. Because when you have a friendship, regardless if it's a boyfriend, girlfriend, just friends, whatever it may be, you're choosing each other. 
in a way. Absolutely. So if everybody got along, there would be no choice in it. And it honestly just wouldn't be as fun. It wouldn't. You, you, it's a journey. Sure. Finding your people. True. It's a journey. To end it off, shake your little booty whenever you want to. <laughs> Dance to Festival of Fantasy. My Disney girls, that's a shout out to you. Yeah. Sing in the shower. Wear that outfit. Wear those yellow Crocs. Yeah. That are actually ugly. Take the pictures, take the videos, do the TikToks, do it all. Live your Adam Sandler life <laughs> unbothered and see how much happier it makes you. See that change when you flip the switch to, I'm going to think about positive things about myself. I'm going to say, oh, this person's talking about me. Oh, whatever. Brushed off. And see how much that makes your life 12 times better. Yeah. Well, we love you guys, and we hope you guys enjoyed the first podcast episode. It has been a struggle. I've been on the struggle bus to get this uploaded, but I'm really excited, and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Make sure to leave, leave a comment or review down below. Hopefully five-star. I don't know. <laughs> That's the expectation. I yeah. Mean, we are thinking positively about yeah, ourselves. Yeah, positive. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys.